All right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. This is David Coker, one of your hosts uh, and your favorite good guy, um, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., promoter, um, event planner, uh, marketing specialist. I mean, gosh, I can go on, people. You know, I, I got a million titles. But anyway, um, an all-around good guy, like I said, sitting here with my partner, Mr. Leonard Young. What's going on, sir? Hey, Dave, everything is good. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, DelawareBlack.com, Black media specialist and all-around good guy. How's everything, Dave? Well, uh, as you can see, folks, I found him. Um, I know y'all were wondering if it's something that happened to him and all of this kind of stuff, but he, there he is right there, you know. Um, so I'm good. I'm good, and I see you're good. Um, you know, um, I know there's been uh, we haven't been on the air in a couple of weeks and uh you know we apologize for that um you know unfortunately um you know it wasn't due to um good circumstances that we wasn't on the air but uh you know I just want to for those of you that may not know and and I know my partner may not want me to put this out here but I'm going to put it out there anyway <laughs> so uh but um, Leonard uh, lost his father uh, a couple weeks ago, and he was eulogized and um, over the weekend. And so it's been kind of a tough couple weeks for him. And, you know, so, you know, I know if you guys were looking for it, that's the reason that we haven't been on. You know, it's just been a lot of stuff that, you know, he had to uh, take care of and so forth. And um, But I just wanted, you know, you guys to know in case, you had you didn't know for our faithful listeners, um, you know, and our condolences to the young family and um to uh, you know, Mr. Leonard Young himself. So um but you know, here he is, he's back. Um we're back and we hope everybody out there is good. Um you know, hope the weather in your area has been inter- uh, good because ours has been very interesting. Um, so, you know, hope everybody is well out there. I mean, uh, we have, we had a tornado watch here yet last yesterday, right? And it did some damage in some areas, right? Yeah. I mean, I personally didn't see any, but, um, and, and where I was, it was a lot lighter. I mean, I was, I was up here in, uh, Newcastle, but I mean, it, it wasn't as bad as what I thought, but I did see a little bit of damage on TV. Yeah, well, over off uh, over there by my job off of Merrill's Road, there there was a couple of developments that got hit pretty hard, man. I'm telling you, trees were down, big trees. I'm not talking about little trees. Big trees were down. Cars had gotten smashed by trees. They were without power. It was a mess, man. And it looked like maybe the tornado might have touched down over there. Oh wow. Yeah. So, because uh, it was like two, it was. Uh, there's an area over there called Brookside, and there's a couple of other areas next to it. it. It hit all those areas over there. Then a lot of people were without power and so forth. So, But, you know, um, hopefully there were no casualties. And 
today it's not it, you know it looked like it was going to rain earlier but look it held off so looks like we're good today so so that's our weather forecast you know we always got to start out start out with the weather because the weather's been so crazy right it's been, yeah. um, you know yeah, we've had either we have a lot of rain or it's been warm or it's been hot you know that type of thing right you know? right yeah so but um but uh, everything else is good with you yeah, you know, everything, you know, kind of like I said, uh, my father's funeral was over the weekend. I, I, I'll say um, my stepmother, you know, you know, she, she was his main caregiver and planner. And, you know, she was just very pleased with how everything worked out, you know, with, you know, people's speeches, with, um, of course, my fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha, did their Omega service ritual to... Um, House of Right Mortuary that did an outstanding job from beginning to end. So, you know, long story short, um, I think, you know, even though it's a sad occasion, like Dave said, I think we can feel proud because, you know, I, I think this was a good reflection of him. And, you know, I think he would have, you know, a, a, except for the amount of money that was spent, because, you know, he was, you know, he, he, he wasn't cheap, but he was very cost conscious. <laughs> But, you know, other than that, you know, I think he would be very proud of the service. And, you know, I think it represented him well. Well, it's so funny that you say that because I know that about your father. Because remember I told you I met him when I was in retail. Mm -hmm. And um, and he was a, he was a price, he was a price uh, shopper. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he was a price shopper. So we used to always have a lot of sales in that particular store all the time. He went right to the sales rack first. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, just on a quick note, you know, I always think of um, and my grandmother always told me that she wrote she grew up during the Depression. So, you mm -hmm. know, I remember her talking about reusing aluminum foil and, you know, eating rice, you know, a lot of rice and starches because they were, you know, low price. So, you know, I'm I'm sure that was, you know, my grandmother's child. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, and, and it's, you know, I had a grandmother like that too. She talked about that kind of stuff too. Um, uh, excuse me. Even though anything away back then, I mean, it was all reusable before reusable stuff even came about. You right. Know? So, right. You know. So, um, but I get it. But you know, he was a, he was a, he was definitely a, a great guy. It was great to hear all the great things that they had to say about him, and you know. And um, you know, um, it 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 was a great service. I mean, you know, um, it definitely was, and and uh, um, everybody seemed to, you know, and nobody, all the people I heard that spoke, they said they, they nothing but great things about your father. So right, that's good. Right. So I'm thinking he would have been proud of, at the way that he was put away. So oh, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, here we are. Um, you know, since we've been away, there's been a few things that's been going on, hasn't it? <laughs> you know, yeah, so, the the, but, uh, but the internet has been busy. The internet has been busy, man. I mean, gosh, you know, every I, I, for the last couple of weeks, I've been like, oh, okay, that's a good story. This, 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 this. But of course, the big thing right now, and, you know, we can spend a few minutes talking about it, is what happened down in Alabama on the docks down there in Alabama. Uh, what did you think about when you saw this whole thing with the the guy who was working there at the docks, you know, and, 
you know, with the ferry boat and all of the stuff and these guys who uh, definitely were there to cause trouble. Yeah, know? I mean, to be honest, I thought the whole thing was crazy. And, you know, I almost felt like I was watching a movie where, you know, the good guys are attacked and then, like, they got reinforcement coming, but they're not coming quick enough. And then when they finally come, they kind of, like, wipe out the enemy. So, I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, it, it was very interesting. Like, and you know, yeah, I think you saw, why, you saw like different, you saw like different phases go, going on. You know, like yeah. the 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 guy who who worked there, he was trying to reason with these guys in the beginning. You know, he's like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, basically trying to do his job. You know, that's all he was trying to do. But then they they changed and started going left a little bit, and. <laughs> well, my man said, I'm about to lose my job. <laughs> you know, that was it. <laughs> you know, right, right. And he th- you know, and he took that hat off, threw it up in the air. And I said, oh, it's about to be on now. You know? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, I think about the hat getting thrown up in the air, the guy swimming across the chair. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the crocs, how the crocs were yeah. like, up on his shins. I mean, like, they, like there were so many, and you know, there's I understand so why the internet going wild because there's so many points to, and I not to say, there's so many points to mock about this incident. And you know, of course, with the biggest one, where once the black people came, they be, pretty much beat up all the white people. <laughs> <laughs> well, the whole thing about the, the, you know, the chair has become a person, uh, a celebrity in itself. You know that, right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because there's so many memes about the chair. It is unreal. The chair is not even a real thing. And the I know. Chair, the chair has so many memes, you know. And the hat, too. The hat also has memes, too, you know. So, uh, but um, uh, it was it was interesting. You know, you have to look at it from two perspectives. It was sad because here we are. It looked like the same thing that we see all the time, especially in these big bras, white against black, you know, or, you know, black against another color or whatever the case may be. And it really definitely did not look good as far as that perspective is concerned. Yeah. Well, you you, you know, I think it's, I mean, and, and you know, I, I'm glad black people have a certain unity. Anytime you see a bunch of white people beating up on a black person, and I, I get it. You don't know what happened, but you, you know, you got to feel some type of way that, okay, let me go help. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, it's, it's like, uh, let's see, they have what protection for the complexion and ours is, well, you know what? We have a, a certain protection for the complexion too. You know, like what yeah, we see. We do. Yeah, we do. We do. Because the thing is, who was it? Tupac. Tupac, years ago, you ever hear him tell that story about how he saw these yep. white cops beating up and he, yep. you know, he was he was rolling through, right? Yeah. And, and he stopped. He got his driver to stop and he went over to him and yeah. said, what are y'all doing? You know? And um, so, you know, this is just something that's always happened um, over the years. I'm been in those type of situations myself where I've seen, you know, young guys getting, you know, young black guys getting messed with or getting, you know, about to get into it with, with, you know, other races or whatever the case may be. And 
You know, you ain't going to – look, you might get away with hit, getting one or two hits in, but if somebody sees it, you have to fight everybody, you know. Uh, you that's, that, that's just what it is, and that's what this situation is, uh, what, what happened with this situation, especially when it first started – when everything first started going on, and you see the people on the riverboat looking, and all of a sudden they start – you know, they start uh, getting rowdy on the boat and everything. Yeah. Yo, what are y'all doing? And all this stuff, start shouting all this. And, and then when my man jumped off the boat into the water. Now, did you hear, did you hear there's a GoFundMe for for that young man? Yeah. Um, and, and I saw that his parents said, you don't need no money. He's good. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to start, they started, a, somebody put a GoFundMe page up. But, you know. And they, the re, one of the main reasons they did it, they said that the waters that he swam in was not safe waters, and he, there's things in that water that could have got him. Oh yeah, cause I guess they are in, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Alabama. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. They, yeah, they said they said that he took a chance by doing that, and thank God that nothing snatched, you know, bit him or you know snatched mm -hmm. at him because cause he 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 swam a long way. Yeah, yeah. Plus, plus, and you know, as a swimmer myself, Dave, you jump in the water with all your clothes on and start swimming, that will tire you out. You know, like right. that, that, you know, that that's a lot of drag. Yeah, and, and for him to get up there, and of course, you know, he's ready to fight with everybody else. Excuse me. It was, it was really, it was really crazy when you saw that, and I was like, wow, you know, but, you know, you know, you had you had the you had the bed because, like I said, the bed was the look, you know, of mm -hmm. everything, you know, because you know, um, definitely don't like to see that type of thing happen. But the good out of it was the unity that happened because, you know, uh, they saw all them dudes jumping on that one guy, yeah. especially when the one white guy came flying and and, and tried, with the you know, try to take him down. Yeah, it looked like he was trying to take him down with a wrestling move, you know, yeah. a WWF move, you know. So, um, you know, and and so and of course, this family supposedly is like they they have a good uh, a pretty good boating business down there, the the white the white people, mm -hmm. and of course now they're calling for a boycott boycott yeah, uh, of, of their business. Yeah, um, and all this happened after a certain person came and spoke there in Alabama. You do know that, right? Yep. You know, so and that's interesting that here once again he shows up somewhere, he speaks, and we got people ready to fight people. Yeah. You know I'll say he, he came down and uh rallied them all up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And speaking of him, did you see all the money that they raised for him? For his legal fees, for who the white people or the black people? Oh no! For, oh, oh, uh, you talking about for Trump? No, I, yeah, I yeah. Some it's ridiculous, Leonard. I won't even get into the figure, but it's <laughs> millions and millions. Oh, of dollars. I'm, 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 I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, but um, of course we couldn't we couldn't do the show without talking about that particular situation because of course that's on the mouths of everybody and and like I said, you know. <laughs> between everybody talking about it and all the 
social media posts and everything that's out there and all the funnies and everything that's out there. Um, you know, but what did they say about the guy himself? Um, he was he seriously injured because I don't remember hearing anything about that. I mean, I, I to be honest, I didn't hear anything about him specifically. So I'm, I'm right. And, and I'm, I know I didn't either. That's what's strange. But yeah. but, okay. but you know, but I'm thinking too. He works for the company, and they probably want to try to quiet stuff. So I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if any of his words is going through like you know public relations or communications right. department. And of course, they don't want to be because I mean, if they fire him, of course that's going to be a problem too. You know. Yeah, so, but but I mean, even that, like I, I mean, I feel like they'd be wrong to even think about firing because he wasn't. You know, I mean, he really, really. He was doing his job. Most, yeah, he, he was, was the most was innocent person there. Yeah, yeah, they jumped on him. They, you know, he he was just trying to do his job. That's all he was doing. Yeah, so. Um, well, I guess I'm sure we're going to be hearing about the story for a while. So. But we just wanted to take a moment to mention it. And, and of course, I know you guys will give us feedback on that as well. So, But um, we're going to go ahead and move into our show and the stories that we wanted to share with you guys. Um, this has taken up a, a lot of um, news recently. And here we go again. We have a, a guy who has really been in the news a lot over the last few years, um, and especially over the last year. Um, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, um, and his thoughts. And, you know, if this guy becomes president, Leonard, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be good. It's good. It really isn't. Um, but. This story is about Florida's modern day future. But these days, the political climate in Florida is causing so many people to rethink spending time or money in the Sunshine State. One of them is Florida's Modern Day Fugitive Act. Among the issues are new legislation being passed by state legislators and co-signed by Ron DeSantis, uh, they're the governor there. There's the law that makes it a felony offense to have an illegal immigrant riding in your vehicle, living in your home, employed at your company, or worshiping in your church. Wow. Never, yeah, I know. I, I know. That's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Never mind that you might know their immigration status in these days of ride sharing and short term uh, rentals is not usually for people to be in the presence of strangers. So now, before Florida, uh, Floridians pick up a ride share fare, or agreed to do business with a short they invite anyone to worship with them at church. Essentially, they have to do a background check on that person. Otherwise, they could be risking their freedom. DeSantis and the state of Florida have created their own version of the Fugitive Slave Act. 
Now, this reason the state slave act was of of 1850 stated that anyone who had knowledge of the whereabouts of escaped slaves, illegal immigrants, had an obligation to report it, making everybody else responsible for doing the government's job. I'm going to stop right there. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even know where to start here. Um, and especially in a place like Florida, you know how many different races are in Florida? Yeah, because, you know, Dave, the way I think about it, um, what what's that lady from the main? Ain't nobody got time for that. Like, who really, hey, you know, maybe this was years ago, but people right now, they don't care anything about, about anything but about themselves. So nobody's going to, like, they, if you had a customer and they were about to pay you for a service or a product, are you going to do a background check on to make sure they're legally documented? Or are you just going to take that money and keep on going? We're going to take the money and yeah. keep it moving. So, I mean, for them, you know, Dave, we are not the police. We're not private investigators, you know. So for us, you know, for us or anybody to have to qualify people, I mean, I don't know. That, that right there is just a lot. It really is. And when you think more about it, you know, for them to to say that they can't live in your home, they can't worship in their, in your church, I mean, and you're the one that's going to get penalized if you get caught doing this, right? I mean, I mean, I, I really. Speaking of a state as Florida is, we know how many, how transient Florida is as well, because you know there's a lot of people that pass through Florida. There's a lot of people who have settled in Florida. You know, um, now we know certain sections of Florida are mainly for certain types of people. I'm not going to get into what types, but. We know that there that that situation does exist down there. Um, it's really, really crazy that we still are thinking this way in this day and time. I mean, I don't get it. I really don't. And I, you know, and and for people that are still going down especially people of color, for people that are still going to Florida in droves like they are, you know, you're really, you know, should you really be taking the time to realize how much money you're spending in a state that doesn't want you right. to be there? And, and, you know, it's a shame, too, because this is affecting – you know, he's affecting a lot of business owners, not just white people, but black people. Because, you know, I'm just trying to think, Dave, we're black. You know, the NAACP said don't go to Florida or Florida is not safe for us. Can you imagine if we, I mean, and this is a little bit devil advocate, but if we listened and we decided that we were collectively not to go to Florida, you know how many businesses depend on black tours? I mean, I'm sorry. You know how many black businesses depend on black tours? You know, how many black businesses depend on black people down there? So, I mean, you know, I feel like he's he, he's really hurting everybody. And, you know, of course, for Disney, the tourism, um, Alpha by Alpha Fraternity Incorporated was supposed to have their national convention um, there. And I believe Jacksonville 
And last week they put out a statement saying because of the governor and political climate, they're pulling out of Jacksonville. They're going to have it somewhere else, you know, outside of Florida. So uh, I'm I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there are yeah. a lot of people to follow. And now that's a that's a win for the organization as far as a big look, you know, as far as looking out for for people of color and you know, and not dealing with the bigotry that's going on down there. But it's also a loss for the blacks who have businesses down there yeah. who were suspected to have those people come in town. Um you know, and spend, you know, you know, the alphas to come in town and do their thing, you know, um, um, how far is, um, Florida and them from Jacksonville? Uh, It's about two hours. Okay. Is that the only school that's down there? Uh, no. So, um, Bethune, Bethune Cookman, which is Daytona beach. And I mean, right. they're less than they're less than two hours, but they're on that coast, that same coast, you know, okay. the Atlantic Ocean. Right. So, um, and okay. then there are probably some smaller black colleges that they, they ain't coming to my mind. But okay, know. all right, yeah, because I, yeah, you know, I forgot about Bethune Cookman, but I, I'm trying to remember. It seemed like there is something else down there that I'm not thinking about it. Um, but you know. But think about it. If those schools, I mean, the the alphas from those schools were planning to attend, or you know, any of the alumni, whatever. Look at look at all the money that's being lost right there. Yeah, definitely. Now, Dave, to be serious, if we were talking about some of these sororities, like the AKs and the Deltas, which probably have, you know, five to six times the attendees we have, and they shop, right? You know, right. now. I'm I'm assuming probably none of theirs were scheduled this year in Florida, but you know I'm just thinking about something that big because they those women they you know they come to town they be shopping <laughs> and they be shopping they be shopping they be they be going out to eat they be yeah. doing everything man and 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 you know and they party I mean you know they want to party too so you know um um I remember who was this. Maybe ten years ago, maybe maybe ten years ago, I remember a, uh, a friend um, um, who the Delta. She was telling me about this conference she went to in North Carolina. Um, it was a Delta conference. Now they were planning for five hundred Deltas, okay, to show up to this thing. Like they had booked all the hotels in the area. They had gotten, um, they had gotten um, blocked in all the hotels, uh, blocks of rooms in all the hotels in the area. Leonard, they said fifteen hundred Delta showed up, and they had nowhere to put them all, so they mm-hmm. kind of made like a makeshift like area, and, and, and they had. Um, Walmart and a couple other stores came in and pitched tents for all the people. It was crazy, oh, wow. but they show up and, yeah, and, and that's what they do. They show up, man. So, you know, um, so you figure, you know, they canceled now, are they planning on having it this year at all down there? I mean, not there, there, but I mean, anywhere. 
So I well, so this was the 2024 convention. So you know they they still have time to uh, you know adjust for next year. I think it's yeah. I mean it's it's sometime during the summer. So you know they still got about eight months or something to work out some details. And you know usually when they have conventions in cities, you know there's a committee that kind of picks the best location. So if Jacksonville was the first choice for this year, they'll probably go with whatever was the second runner up. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, cool. Cool. But I mean, but you know, politics has really become really crazy these days because thanks to number 45, we really are looking at, we're really paying more attention to what the real agenda is behind these politicians, you know, and, and, you know, because of him, you know, anybody that gets put in the office now, you really have to pay attention to their overall self. I mean, as far as who they are and so forth, you know, like Biden's coming under scrutiny right now because of all that's going on with him and his family and all of that stuff. Then he's been, and then they're being sued by a few people and, it's a mess going on right now. Right. So um, we just need to go ahead and, and, and you know, when when we're dealing with people like, you know, DeSantis, DeSantis comes off as a very smart guy. He's very well polished and everything, but he's smug. And you can tell he's somebody that you can't trust. You give him that kind of power. Right. It's on. You know, so. Um, and of course, they got the LBGTQ community all upset as well because they're talking about them as well. So, um, and you know, you don't want to get them people upset because that'd be <laughs> that's another problem, you know. So, right. but we're we're going to keep an eye on this story. And and but you know, for you people that are going to Florida, making these trips to Florida, we're not telling you what to do or how to spend your money. But we're just telling you to be woke about the whole situation and and, uh, um, and just pay attention to what's going on, what's really going on, because they'll take your money gladly, but they don't want you there. Yeah. You know, so. OK. Um, all right. Let's move on to our next story. Uh, OK. So. I saw this story and, of course. I thought it was kind of interesting when I saw it and I said, wow, you know, but then is this the whole story or is this just part of the story? I'm going to put it that way. But the story is eighth graders at LeBron James Ohio school haven't passed math tests in three years. And when you hear that title, you think to yourself, okay, they haven't passed math tests in three years. Okay. But then, are we talking about the past three years? Because the past three years is a whole different story from the last, from th- previous three years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but because you know when I hear, when I hear, I would have to assume it was the last three years, or you know they wouldn't even bring it up. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying about the last three years, it was COVID, and so things were, you know, things were kind of different during that time. You know, there was a lot going on. People, you know, some kids were in school, some kids were not, you know, that type of thing. So, 
But here's what the story says. It says, soon to be eighth graders at LeBron James I Promise School in Akron, Ohio, haven't passed math, the math part of the state of proficiency exam in three years. In 2018, the LeBron James Family Foundation started school as a part of Akron public school system to assist at-risk students. As the New York Post reports citing the Akron Beacon Journal, the last time the students passed the state's math test, they were in third grade. Um, one Akron public school official described the distressing test results as discouraging. It's discouraging, said Keith um, Clifford, the uh, district's director of school improvement, according to the New York Post. A spokesperson for the foundation shared the long-term goals of the organization in response to the report about the school uh, math test scores. This is what LeBron had to say. When we started this work to wrap around students through education, we entered this, part, this partnership with Akron Public Schools for the long haul. A LeBron James Family Foundation spokesperson told Complex um, their uh, company complex on Monday. Um, because this work requires a long-term commitment, hard work, and a lot of love and care, and that's what we bring each and every day because the I Promise School is more than a school. We're here for the ups and the downs. We'll continue to wrap around our students um, and their entire family so we can be successful in school and in life, no matter the challenges and obstacles that come their way. Um, so they're saying that even though that that's what's going on, they're working hard to try to improve a lot of things in other areas. Um, this is the numbers that they put out there about what's happening. It said our students have not yet met the grade level mastery mark, but they are demonstrating growth based on high-ready scores, um, Davis continued. Of our incoming eighth graders, 32% of them met their annual typical growth in reading, while 11% met their stretch goal for the year. Despite not mastering the grade-level standards, 42% of the students demonstrated growth in high-ready math across their seventh-grade school year. When working with students who are achieving below grade at, uh, grade level, growth is important as a measure of progress as um, proficiency. And the type of growth that is important to us is not made overnight. It takes time, David shares. So you were in, you you worked in the school system for uh, for a little while. I did. And what do you think about what you're hearing here? So, you know, it's funny because when you first started reading the, the article, I was thinking one thing. And then after I heard LeBron's statement, I, I started thinking something. <laughs> I started thinking something else. So, you know, Dave, what I was thinking was, well, my my final thought was um, I agree with LeBron James. These kids who are um, not proficient in math, where are they coming from? They're coming from the public schools. And when you bring kids who are not proficient in like subjects, 
there is going to be a process where you have to work to bring them up. So it's kind of like, you know, like if, and I'm, I'm just giving random numbers, but you know, if there's a fourth grader and he's um, reading at a first grade level, you may not bring him up to that fourth grade level in one year. Like that may take two years, may take three, you know what I mean? But um, the fact that he says there's progress now, we're assuming that there really is progress. You know, that's what he's saying. But, you know, I think, you know, some some things take time and, you know, the parents need to be involved because, you know, it's, it's one of the things where it's like, OK, you know, um, the teachers can teach the kids during school, but, you know, it needs to be reinforced at home, too. So um, once I, I when I heard you read his statement, I can definitely see that happening, because to be honest, these are kids coming from public public school and they were probably grade level behind in public school, so. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that they are partnering with, you know, they're part of the Akron public school system. Yeah. You know, um, you know, so the numbers, and, and I like to know what the numbers are for the other schools that may be in that same school. <laughs> yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, you know, of course, LeBron has the name, and he's yeah. going to be the one that everybody's going to pick at and poke at, you know, because he right. has the name. But what are the other schools doing in that same school district? Yeah, and I'm sure the kids who were behind in um, I Promise School were the same kids who were behind in the public schools. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. it'd be different if they yeah. came to the school proficient and then they dropped. And, you know, that'd be a travesty. But I'm I'm thinking it's the other way around. Well, just by his statement too, he didn't seem to be concerned or flabbergasted about it so i think he knows the 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 type of students that have been targeted as far as that school is concerned and what they're doing to help those students yeah so if they and i don't think it's fair to talk about the last three years because that's obviously i'm sure that's what they're talking about the last three years because so much has happened over the last three years right especially with the school systems you know so you know because if you figured for the first year and a half of the pandemic, I mean, it was very few students were in schools. They've been taught online, um, being being educated by their parents. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of that was going on. So, with that being said, with that being said, it probably would have. It definitely would have changed the learning curve and understanding for a lot of students, you know. Um, so I, I would say that I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily think that that would be um, a good barometer to to judge these students by without knowing everything that went into the last three years. Right, I agree. But, um, you know, that's a story that I'm sure that we'll see more about because, like I said, LeBron has the name. Any chance to poke a name, you know, when you take on one of these type, type of schools, because remember they talked about Oprah. Remember, we talked about Oprah ourselves uh, mm-hmm. a while back in Hertz. Yeah. So, you know, so we'll, you know, we'll see how this goes about. But I'm sure they'll be able to get those scores up, I'm sure. So right. we'll see. Okay. All right. 
All right, so Dave, this was a story that I saw uh, either yesterday or the day before yesterday, and I was just kind of in shock uh, when I read the uh, title. So this is via CNN, and it says, Black mayor of a tiny Alabama town says he was ousted by his white predecessor. So, of course, he's talking about he was ousted by the prior mayor. So <clears throat> apparently in Alabama. Yeah, is this the mayor that we did the story? Did we do a story about this guy? No. So, this, yep. No, no that, that, was, that wasn't him. That wasn't yeah. him. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So this, right. this is brand new to the show. So there's a little town called New Bern, Alabama, not far from Montgomery, where we just had the, uh, what, um, what, what do they call it? The Montgomery Brawl um, on, the, <laughs> on the water. So, on the water, yeah. Right. So long story short, um, in 2020, um, the nail mayor, his name is Patrick Braxton, a black guy. He ran for mayor in 2020. When he ran for mayor, there was nobody else running. Um, this is, of course, is a small town. It's made up of 70% black people, 30% white people, but white people have always ran the town mayor all the city council people, the treasurer, you know, all that. They ran the town. So when he ran in 2020, there was nobody else running. Apparently, the prior mayor did not turn in his credentials soon enough, so he was not on the ballot. So, of course, you know, running by himself, Patrick um, Braxton won the mayorship. Upon winning the mayorship or, you know, shortly before being inaugurated or sometime after being inaugurated, all the prior people refused to let him do his job. They locked him out of the mayor's office. They refused to let him go into council meetings. They locked the town's bank account. You know, so there, there, there was nothing he can do. And I'm just saying here, the town has about 300 residents. So... <clears throat> The prior mayor and the prior government is saying that Newburn does not have any official election process. The title of mayor, the position of mayor, is handed down from person to person. It is, <laughs> they're saying it's not via elections. It's handed down from person to person. So Patrick um, Braxton was not one of those people they were passing it to. So they are saying that he is not the rightful mayor and they're not going to give it to him. So, of course, um, Patrick Braxton is filing a lawsuit. His lawsuit claims that um, there were locks put on town hall. He was denied access to the post office used for official mail and a local bank would not let him in to see the town's accounts. So, you know, th this is just an interesting story because, you know, David, like, if we talk about good old boy system, you know, this is it right here. Where, where have you heard of, of uh, the title of mayor, position of mayor being handed down, you know, to just, you know, just, okay, or appointed without an election, you know, so it's just crazy. So, um, you know, this, Alabama. yeah, yeah, it is. So, you know, of course, um, the um, the prior people are not, um, you know, replying for comments, of course.
Now, did he does he have any back in it at all as far as you know the new, you know it's under the new regime? Is there any peep that he? I mean, it does it talk about whether he has people that are backing him or who do recognize him as the mayor? So you know, I think it's a black white thing. The black people recognize him as mayor, but he has no power. He's not able to do it. You know, he can't access the bank. You know. Without being asked as the bank account, you can't make any changes. So, you know, he and what's the governor of the state doing? Well, I mean, this this is Alabama, so apparently not nothing. Now, this lawsuit was recently brought up, which has caused it to get a lot of attention. So, you know, I think with the attention is getting, it may get more fight for his side. But you know, we will kind of see what happens. Yeah, because. Seem like, well, here we are. We're talking about Alabama again. Um, it seemed like the governor would be getting some pressure to do something as well about the situation. Mm-hmm. After all, uh, the guy won the seat fair and square. I mean, he didn't do anything to cheat the system to get the seat, right? Uh, from what we can see. So why would he be penalized other than what his skin consists of to be able to do the job that he that he was elected to do? Yeah, I don't I mean, get it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. It looks like they, uh, you know, they, they they they're locking him out of the process. So are we going to have to get the? Uh, security guy from the the docks to go over there and throw his hat up and take care of everything over there for for the mayor? I mean, possibly. Or, you know, uh, uh, everybody that was on that boat, we just kind of send them, I guess, west, <laughs> yeah. west stream over to New Bern. <laughs> Man, I tell you, you know, they they throw us a bone in a lot of these, especially those southern states, you know, they're throwing us bones and letting us get in these offices. But they're not they're not doing anything. You know, they're not letting us do anything. They're they you know, a lot of them are showing you know, trying to show how progressive they are. A lot of these states are showing how progressive they are, but are they really progressive? Are they just giving giving um putting a band aid on on a on a small flesh wound, right? As opposed to allowing that that um, um that wound to go through the progression of healing, you know, because you know we the body is a natural healer in most cases, and just go through the progression of learning and healing and and doing everything that it has to do in order to grow. But apparently they don't want us to grow. They don't want us to be able to to show exhibit any power. You know, I was watching something on TV the other day. They were saying they don't predict that another black man will be president or woman, you know, will be president within the next 20 years. Oh, wow. That's hard to believe. I mean, is it? <laughs> Dave, if you had to nominate a black man for president right now, who would it be? Uh, 
I mean, you know, someone who you thought had uh, potential. Well, you know, it's funny. When I hear this guy talk, he talks like he has potential. He just went the wrong party. Tim Scott. Oh, Dave, 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 Dave. Because he would be the type of guy that they would pick to put in that place because he's polished. You know what I'm saying? But he's, of course, been brainwashed by, you know, everybody over there. He's there, Herschel Walker. You know, right. has anybody heard from Herschel Walker since he lost? No, he, man, he, Herschel did not want all that smoke. I, I, I think he got no, he more smoke than smoke. he could handle. Yeah, he didn't want that. He didn't want to win that. He really didn't want to win that. And you ain't heard anything from him since. And they, they ain't going to give him anything. And I think the same thing's going to happen with Scott, too. You know, that, you know, they're using him for a purpose to say, hey, look what we got, you know, and so forth. But he'll figure it out sooner or later. He will. Right. Um, uh, um, but no, I can't think of anybody else at the moment. Can you? No. I can't. I mean, and is Kamala ready to take that position? No, I don't think so. Right? I mean, come on, really? I mean, she's in the perfect position. I mean, back in the day, back in the day, um, if you were vice president, you were almost guaranteed to have a run at the presidency and be able to get that position. Right. That's not the case anymore. You know? And even though Kamala's sitting there like she is, we know Kamala has kind of, you know, disassociated herself from what's going on there. I mean, she ain't got, you know, because, you know, how often do we see her? How much, but I mean, you know, I feel like that's the role of a vice president. We just don't see him much. We but, call Joe a lot, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> yeah, we saw Joe a lot, you know. So, um, but then Joe, you know, Joe wanted to be around his best friend all the time. So you know, <laughs> so that was another story. So, um, and plus being around that particular president made Joe look good, you know. <laughs> Right. I don't think Kamala. I don't think Kamala feels the same way at this point. So, right. You know. So, so, but that's interesting, though. That that situation is going on down there. So, uh, hopefully, the guy gets some help. Uh, maybe some. Maybe somebody will talk some sense into the good old boys down there and let him do his job. Why is it that most of the situations that are going on down south, like that? situation that uh with with the uh mayor there the situation in in montgomery on the docks all that stuff is all about people who just want to do their jobs yeah yeah it's not good it's not good at all so anyway that, that, that look these are the type of stories that make you get mad too you know what i'm saying <laughs> You know, <laughs> it really does. So, but anyway, uh, what we got next? <laughs> I'm just laughing. Yep. I got to laugh. So we, we, we are ready for Dave's corner. 
Oh, Dave's Corner already. Okay, all right, okay, yeah. all right. Well, I figured I'd do something different with Dave's Corner this week, you know, since we had to ease back into this, since, you know, we haven't been on in the last couple of weeks, you know. So we didn't want to hit you over the head because there's a lot of crazy stories out there right now right. to hit you over the head with. I mean, you know, we really could, but we didn't want to be the the negative people, you know, after been away for two weeks, you know, so we're going to be nice about this. But here we are at Dave's Corner, and I wanted to do something a little bit different. Well, we've done it before, um, but, uh, you know, I didn't want to give you a scenario this time. I'm going to give you something else. So uh, we're going to do three must go, not one must go. We're going to do three must go, okay? So here we go. So, Leonard, I'm going to give you uh, – I'm going to give you three, uh, four choices. Three of them must go. Which one would you keep? Okay. Your favorite outfit. Your favorite morning beverage. Your favorite meal. Or your favorite song. So, Dave, I'm which going one to of keep, those would you keep? I'm going to keep my favorite outfit. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you're going to toss out your favorite <laughs> beverage. You're going to toss out your favorite meal. Mm -hmm. Yep, because, you know, I mean, my favorite, song. my favorite beverage, you know, they, I drink some of everything. My favorite meal, although I love food, I got a lot. I got a lot of favorites. And, you know, my favorite, I'm, you know, I, my favorite song, I got a lot of those, too. So um, but I'm going I'm to keep my favorite outfit. Do you have a favorite outfit? I do not. But if I did, I would keep my favorite <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. What, well, what about you? If you had to get um, rid of one of them, would you get rid of your favorite outfit, your favorite morning beverage, your favorite meal, or your favorite song? The clock is ticking. I'm going to get rid of Uh, well, I'm going to keep, now I'll put it this way. I'm going to keep, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess my favorite outfit. I guess that would be. <laughs> now, now, do you have a favorite? Yeah, because uh, I have a favorite thing that I like to put on, yes. Okay, um, like your, your, your go-to. Someone would be like, Dave, come come ready. You'd be like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I get my hands on one of these, uh, even though I don't wear them, but I like Di to have Daishiki? one in my closet. One of the Daishiki? No, that Eagle, that Kelly Green, no, that Kelly Green Eagle jersey that just came out. Okay. That takes me back to my, young, you know, watching the Eagles back in the day cause when they used to wear that color. They said them things sold out real quick, so, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it'd probably be my, I'd probably keep the, the outfit. I agree with you. We don't agree that much, but I, I agree with you. Okay. okay. All right. Here's number two. Three must go. Here we go. Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, Captain America. So I will always claim I've, I've been comic books. I've been a big Spider-Man, big Captain America. 
But once we hit the screen with Marvel, it's Captain America all the way. Everyone else can go. Wow. Okay. All right. Yep. All what, right. what about you, okay. Dave? One of these has to go. Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, or Chris Evans? <laughs> <laughs> well, my two guys, you said yours was Spider-Man and Captain America. My two guys would be Spider-Man and Superman. So I would have to say that I'm keeping Superman. Because he's just is like, he's the ultimate superhero. Even though I'm a Marvel guy, he's the ultimate superhero, bro. You know, I would have to go with Superman. I would keep him. Sounds right. like a Marvel traitor to me, but okay. <laughs> well, Spider-Man is my second guy, so, you know. So, gotcha. you know. Uh, so that Iron Man on the list, so I was actually a big Iron Man fan. Um. Number three. Three must go. Halloween, Fourth of July, Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve. <laughs> All right. Come on, Joey. Come on. Come on. Which one, man? Which one? All right. Halloween is out of here. Valentine's okay. Day is out of here. <laughs> Okay. When I was younger, I think New Year's Eve would be my number one. But now that I'm older and I got kids and New Year's Eve is sitting in the house watching kids run around act crazy, I'm going to have to go mm -hmm. with Fourth of July. Yeah. Um, what about you, Dave? If one had to go. They're all on, it's funny. They're all on the same level for me these days. You know what I'm saying? You know, they're mm -hmm. all kind of on the same level. But if I go through this list and look at the, the one that I kind of had the best memories with, it would be 4th of July. It really right. would be. Um, and the barbecues and the fireworks and all of that kind of stuff, that all went along with that. So 4th of July definitely is one I could say I truly would definitely say kind of stands over top of the rest of them. Valentine's Day, of course, we're probably going to get slammed if, if any women hear this, you know, so uh, because why not Valentine's Day? Because it's not for us. It really is not. Yeah, it's not. It's not for us. <laughs> you know? and, 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 and Dave, if you get an unlucky break and you got to hit Christmas, New Year and Valentine's Day all in like a sixty day yeah. span. Yeah, they're going fan. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and and you you know, my wife's birthday is February fifth. So, you know, that that you know, that whole sixty days is like um sixty days in. Yeah, so you don't get a you don't get a break. You don't get a break there. So no, yeah. No. And and like I said, then again, it's not for us. It's for them. You know what I mean? So all right. I got two more. Okay. Next one. Three months ago. Oatmeal cookies. Chocolate chip cookies. Snickerdoodles. Ice sugar cookies. Oh, they I see they, they all can go. They can all go. You don't like any of them? 
I mean, if I had to make a choice, I'd probably just make the choice all of them could go. <laughs> Take one. Yeah. You don't like any. You don't eat any of these cookies, Leonard. So to be honest, I don't even know what a snickerdoodle is. And what what was the last one you said? Ice sugar cookie. Sugar cookie. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if I kept you know, any sugar. If I kept anyone, yeah, probably you know chocolate chip. But, yeah, yeah. If I kept anyone, to be a chocolate chip. But other than that, um, th- now if you said macadamia nut cookie, oh yeah. Then, oh, so you're a macadamia. Nut. I, I am. What about you, Dave? Uh, maybe chocolate chip. Okay, chocolate chip is what you would would be your number one. Uh, I would keep. I would keep. Yeah. Well, that's. Slight favorite over the oatmeal because I like oatmeal cookies too. So, snicker doodles are actually pretty good. I like a snicker doodle from time to time. That's an old cookie. All right. Last one. One must go. Well, no, three must go. I said three. Uh, I don't know why I said one. Three must go. Here we go. Twerking. <laughs> Instagram models, sexy women meteorologists, sexy female realtors. <laughs> three months ago. Oh, three months. Oh, so which one am I keeping? Yep. Twerking, Instagram models, sexy women meteorologists, sexy female realtors. This is such a setup question. <laughs> Only they would think of this. The also see Leonard over here sweating over the answer to this question. So, let me let me get the look. You need the sound effect uh, with the Jeopardy music in the back. Right. Yep. So I probably I probably say the uh, media meteorologist can stay. <laughs> that one's going to stay. Okay. All right. Okay. What about you? Uh, interesting. Me, I would probably go. Well, you know what? I'm going to go with meteorologists, too. I'm going to tell you why. They are running the game right now. Have you ever noticed? Um, in, in terms every, of... every major news, every major news channel has a a very attractive woman doing weather now mm-hmm. yeah you know and so yeah i i, I can see why they do well they want people to tune stay tuned in you know just oh, yeah, the person's gonna say. yeah 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 so it's a it's a good marketing ploy and they make it work these days so but um yeah yeah i i can see that yeah so the meteorologists i guess will win win there mm-hmm. so yeah but there you have it the, there's your three months ago I, I, I try to make it tough one Leonard you know to see what he's going to do see if I can make him sweat over there that last one I got him though he was sweating nah, I mean it's, it's hard because I, I wasn't going to do like I did with the cookies like they can all go but you know yeah. since, <laughs> since I, I know he always try to take the easy way out he always try to take the easy way out too so anyway but um, anyway, so there you have it, guys. Uh, that's our comeback show for News 
forgot the name of the show there for a moment there. It's been so long since we've been on. I mean, right. you know, not my fault, folks. But anyway, um, so, um, but I just wanted to say thank you guys for taking the time to tune in to us. Um, and um, thank you for always being there for us, um, being our supporters. I know, you know, sometimes we, you know, when we don't do a show, and I always get to text, well, did y'all guys do a show tonight or whatever? You know, you can easily not come back, but you guys always come back. So we appreciate you. Just wanted to let you know that. So um, that's it for tonight. And we will be talking to you soon. Uh, this Friday, uh, we'll be uh, doing the Friday uh, weekend roundup. So we'll talk to you on Friday. You guys have a good night and thank you for tuning in. Join us next week for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn. 